If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contractor pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. You are Locked On Titans, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Titans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of Locked On Titans. Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you tonight? Doing good. Did you uh, did you ever think we were going to be talking Brandon Whedon uh, this, <laughs> this season for the Titans? You know, it's it, it's it's quite a place to be, but this is where we find ourselves. So um, we're gonna yeah we're gonna get to all that here in, here in just a minute. Uh, starting off, though, we have to remind you about xbet.ag, uh, sponsoring the podcast this week, and we're really excited to have them on board. Um, you can check out their website. They have a really good mobile website. You can log in, bet on any game you want to from your phone. You can bet before the game. You can bet during the game. They update live odds and that stuff as, as the game goes on. So everybody check that out. Again, that's xbet.ag. And if you use the promo code xbet. You get up to 100% deposit bonus on your first deposit. So if that's the type of thing that you like to do, check that out. Um, we also have a, a promo going on with Pro Football Focus, um, which I'm sure most of you are, from, are familiar with that. Um, really good stats, really a lot of cool stuff that not a lot of other people are doing that you can check out over there. Um, but we are giving away a an Edge subscription. It's a $39.99 value. Um what you have to do in order to be eligible to win that is go to iTunes and look up Locked On Titans and leave a review for our podcast and include your Twitter handle in the review. And each week, a random winner will be chosen from people that left reviews. So um, check that out. Again, that's go to Locked On Titans on iTunes. Please do that anyway and subscribe. Leave us a review there. Leave your Twitter handle in the review, and you'll be eligible to win. So a couple cool things going on top of the show right there. All right, so, yeah, the big news is Terry mentioned today. The Titans, uh, quote, kick the tires. That was, uh, I guess, Florio's words from, uh, what's the name of his website? Wow, Pro Football Talk. There you go. Yeah, uh, Pro Football Talk. Um, they brought in a few guys, ended up signing Brandon Whedon. Um, so, Terry, just kind of give me your initial thoughts on that. I, I don't think it matters too much. Um, Brandon Whedon, Matt Barkley, Matt McGloin, TJ Yates were the guys that they brought in. As I was telling you before the show, it's all the same guy. Um, so, insurance. That's all this is. If something were to happen to Marcus and, and he can't go, this guy's going to be your number two. And the, the odds of his of him playing are very low. So, it, it's just simple insurance. Nothing more than that. He'll probably be cut the following Monday. Yeah, and that's the thing to keep in mind here um, is that the, the, whoever they were going to sign today is – is the guy that, that's probably going to be on the roster for a week, maybe two. Um, we'll know a little bit more about that as we go through practice this week and find out if Marcus Mariota is going to be able to go. If he's able to go on Sunday, comes out of the game fine, then Brandon Whedon will be cut next week. Um, they, they, they did cut Josh Carraway um, to make room for Whedon on the roster. But, you know, and, and there's a lot of talk, and we're going to talk a little bit about Con Kaepernick tonight um and about you know if we think the titans should have should have signed him or not in in this situation but the important thing to remember before we get into all this 
this is that this guy is here for a very short amount of time. We hope that it's a week. Um, it could be two weeks, again, just depending on how Marcus's hamstring responds to treatment this week, next week, depending on if he's able to go. So I'm not sure that it's even a situation that Colin Kaepernick would have been interested in. Now, you know, obviously the argument is they didn't even call him, didn't give him workout, whatever. So, I mean, I, I do get that, and, and I think that it's, it's a discussion, like I said, that's worth having. But it's important to remember that this wasn't that the Titans – decided they liked Brandon Whedon better than Colin Kaepernick, or they think Brandon Whedon's a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. It was just for whatever their specific needs are right here, Whedon was the guy they felt like was the big fit, the best fit. Again, with the thought in mind, or the hope in mind, that he never has to see the field. Right, and you think about Colin Kaepernick, he's just removed from a big multi-year contract. He's probably looking for something a little more solid, um, a a multi-year deal, He's not looking for a one-week gig. Uh, that That's not what, what he's looking to do. If you want to have the conversation about Kaepernick versus Matt Castle, I can entertain that. It's not Whedon versus Kaepernick. That's not what this is. And and unfortunately, that's what it turned into on Twitter today. You saw a lot of national guys. I, I know Pete Prisco was one of the first to say it. Uh, the Titans picked Brandon Whedon over Kaepernick. No, they did not. Kaepernick's not going to come in and take a – an insurance job and get cut in a week. You know, it's just it's just not what something he's looking to do. So uh, again, if you want to have the conversation about Colin Kaepernick being the long term backup, we can have that. Uh, Joe Rexrode had a, had a column on the Tennessean about that, and I agree with it. There's there's things that Kaepernick does. He's obviously a runner. He can do the RPOs. He can do the read options. Would he fit as a as a QB two in Nashville? Probably so. But you've also got to keep in mind, Mike Malarkey clearly, you know, without going too far down the rabbit hole here, he clearly kind of shies away from from the attention uh, of the this national anthem and, and, and protest. So I, I just don't think it's a good fit. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, we I guess we can have um, have that conversation at this point about Kaepernick versus Castle because. I, I do think that on the surface of if your if your starter Mariota goes down, then you have a guy who can step in and, and run a lot of similar stuff to what you're doing now. Now, I will say this too. I think that the narrative of, you know, that Colin Kaepernick is this great quarterback and it's a travesty that he doesn't have a job has has become way overrated. I mean, it, it's kind of taken on a life of its own with all the other stuff circling around it. Um, you know, and Retro made a good point in his column about, you know, the, the protests at this point, w- when Kaepernick was doing it, he was the only one doing it when he, when he started doing it. So it's not as big of a deal now as it was then. You know, we've seen it come full circle with the comments from Trump. And again, we're not, we're not going to get into how we feel about that or all that. But just from the standpoint of now, it, it's kind of, it, it's become more mainstream, I don't know, for lack of a better term. And so it, it's different than it was when, when he first started doing it. If the Titans were to sign him, um, he would come in. They, that would be all anybody would want to talk about for a couple of days. But I think after that, it would it would die down. Now, the first game that they go out there for, obviously there would be a lot of you know coverage of what he did during the anthem. And, and no effort that's too quite bad. honestly, I think that if they were to bring him in at this point, that they would probably try to 
talk him into doing what Richard Matthews did last week and just stay in the locker room during the anthem, come out after. So it's not as big of a distraction, at least publicly. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't, don't think that at this point that's as big of a deal as it was made out to be in the beginning. Um, but when you look at Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback, there, there's been a lot of ups and downs, right? I mean, you've seen games where he was really good, and, and you see the talent he had. He's got a big arm, uh, um, struggles with accuracy at times, obviously can make plays with his feet. Um, that's probably what his biggest threat is, is the dual threat stuff and some of the things that defenses have to do to account for that. But you've also also seen games. I mean, you've all seen the the screenshot that on Twitter where the game where he was four for ten with four picks or whatever, something something similar to that. So it, it's not like it, it's just this huge travesty that he that he doesn't have a job. Now again, we can get into Brandon Whedon versus Colin Kaepernick. If that's what somebody wants to get into, and you know, does one guy deserve a job over the other? And I, I mean, I think there is a, there's a valid argument there, but I do think that we've gone a little bit far. And I think Rex Rudd said in his. Um, in his piece that he thinks Colin Kaepernick's probably, you know, somewhere in 30 and 35 as far as, you know, quarterbacks on the planet, how good they are. He's somewhere in that range. So um, it makes it makes sense that he should have a job. And I think that if he really wants one, I think that he'll be more likely to get one this next offseason. And I do think at this point it's something the Titans should look into because I do think he makes some sense here. But, again, for this for, for what they needed right now, I don't think it's worth all of that other stuff to bring him in for a week and then let him go. And again, and like you're saying, like we said from the beginning, I don't think that's something he would even want. Right. And, and you know, I, I said during the game, the Titans have to do better than, than Matt Castle at, at QB2. It's just, uh, you can't come in and make the throws that Matt Castle made. You can't turn the ball over. Uh, the Titans have to do better. It has to be a priority. But you're probably not going to get that you know, gem of a backup quarterback in the middle of the season. So it, it's probably something that we can talk about this off season. Uh, it may be a spot where they, they try and draft one on, on day, day three. Uh, and, and I think it, it's, it's definitely worth investing in. Um, you know, Marcus has had what three, three injuries now that have, that have caused him to miss time. So it, it's definitely on my, it would be on my to do list if I were John Robinson. Uh, but but the team clearly feels strongly about uh, about Castle and his ability to go get this team a win in a in a spot against the Dolphins. So uh, it, just the the whole backlash of, of Whedon versus Kaepernick today it, it just it it angered me. Um, I, I don't know about you, but it, it was just people weren't thinking today. Yeah, and it's, and again, it's just not it's not the conversation that we should be having. That that's not the point of what it should be. So yeah, I mean that's the thing, and that's you know it's just funny. And you and I have both done this at, at different times about different topics. You get on Twitter and you you have like this logical thought and this stance that you know is right, and you're trying to convince people to see it that way. And then all of a sudden you're just fighting everybody all of a sudden, and then you're like, why did I even start this in There's the first no place? Logic on Twitter. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we kind of got that way today. But, um, but I mean, again, it, it's something that everybody's talking about. And so I do think it's something that is, is worth looking into. And like we're saying, I, I think that it's something that, that probably should be explored this offseason. Um, all right, so you know where you might be able to find a, a prop bet to where whether or not Colin Kaepernick will, will get a job this year is on xbet.ag. And, again, just real quick on them. They have a great mobile website. You need to check it out. You can log in. You bet on the game, um, before the game, in the game. And, and that stuff's really cool. You can see how the line changes as the 
game goes along and you get kind of the, the wisdom of the crowd stuff and that kind of stuff. And you can see, you know, th- there's so much uncertainty in the NFL and, and so many of these lines that we think are crazy when they first come out. And then you look at them and they end up being right or they are crazy. And so you can see those in-game shifts. You can check all that out on xbet.ag. Again, use the promo code XBET and you get up to 100% deposit bonus on your on your first on your first deposit. Check it out. Again, the mobile website is awesome. I know most of us do stuff from our phones now these days, so it's really key that these guys have such a good product there, and they will. You will not be disappointed if you log in and check that out. So, again, xbet.ag. Use the promo code XBET. Get up to 100% deposit bonus on your first deposit. All right, so um, moving on into this, uh, I guess we'll get, we'll get we'll have a better sense when we talk tomorrow about where we think Marcus Mariota is. Um, you know, and, and some people assume that just because they sign a quarterback today means that there's a, you know, it's it's fairly a certainty um, that that Marcus is not going to go to play Sunday. And, and I, I don't think that makes sense at all because, again, they don't know at this point. Um, and if you're in that 50-50 thing even, even if it's, even if it's you know, 70-30 that he's going to play, there's still a 30% chance that he won't. You don't have another quarterback on the roster, so you have to have somebody that can step in and, and be the backup if Marcus is not able to go. And, again, it's not going to be a situation where they – if he's not ready to go, he's not going to be able to be the backup either. I mean, he's either going to play or he's not going to play at all. That's that, that's kind of going to be the deal that they're in. So I don't think that the fact that they signed a quarterback today really means anything at this point. And I don't think they know. I mean, they, they you know, Malarkey basically said as much uh, at his press conference on Monday that they don't know. But you've got to have somebody that's there in case he can't go, somebody that can be the number two if something does happen to Matt Castle in this game. Uh, it's, a, it's a game plan issue. You know, you want to – you can't say, oh, we'll figure out Marcus on, on Friday and then and then Marcus can't go and then you've got one guy ready to play on, on Friday afternoon. You're not going to go sign a guy and get him ready to go. So get Whedon in, get him, get him a little involved – get him a basic understanding of of the offense it, it's it's real simple this was this was just a real status quo thing that was just kind of blown out of proportion by uh just the current state of uh of sports media unfortunately but uh titans are kind of in an interesting spot against the dolphins uh dolphins are i think fourth against the run this far in, in the nfl season uh giving up the fourth least amount of yards so they might be in a in a little bit of a spot where Castle has to beat beat some Dolphins corners through the air, uh, which is if you watch the game last last week, you can't have too much confidence in. So, really hoping for some good news on on the Mariota front uh, before the weekend. Yeah, and quite honestly, I mean, if you watched Castle in the preseason in, in training camp and stuff, and I know he was coming up with a thumb injury at the beginning of camp, but you just don't have a whole lot of confidence in where his arm is at this point. And obviously they would have to go to a very, you know, short intermediate passing game. You wouldn't see very many throws down the field just because quite frankly, he can't make those at this point. And, you know, we talked about um, before we jumped on here, all the way back to, you know, the Alex Taney debate and, and you had written a post about, you know, how good he was last training camp. And then this camp, I wrote a post about how, I thought for the first time he legitimately had a shot to win the backup job if he if he played well, and I, and we know how that went. But I, I think that that gives you an indication of of how they feel about Castle overall. But it is important at this point to have somebody who's been here 
who has familiarity with the offense can go in and run the system and you're not spending a whole week trying to get them up to speed of the you know the, the jargon and all that stuff in the system you need somebody that's ready to step in and can manage the game that way and then you hope that your run game your offensive line can can do what what they are there to do and obviously they're supposed to be the strength of this team um you hope that they can that they can go out there and do what they need to do in order to for the team to just be good enough to stay in a, in a close game against the Dolphins and, and you know try to win it late um you, you know it's a good thing that they're playing the Dolphins this week um because I, I think that they do have a chance to go out there and win with Matt Castle uh, if it does come to that but like you said I really really hope that we get good Good news. I mean, I mean, I'd love to see a report that Mariota was at least limited in practice on Wednesday, and, and I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I mean, we've seen before how quickly he comes back from stuff. Remember, you know, when when the when his leg injury happened at the in the Jacksonville game last year, they had said that he would miss OTAs, wouldn't be ready for the start of camp, probably wouldn't play in the preseason, and he ended up participating in OTAs and was a full participant from the beginning of camp and through preseason and all that stuff. So I wouldn't be shocked if we see he at least participates on a limited basis on Wednesday. I think more than likely he doesn't participate Wednesday, and then you see him try to ramp him up as, as the week goes along. But, I mean, obviously that's what we're all kind of hoping and praying for at this point. Yeah, and Malarkey said as much in the press conference. He's, he mentioned that he was such a quick healer. Um, so that gives me hope. Uh, that, that He seemed kind of optimistic about it. So, um even if he misses, though, this is a Dolphins team that you got to go beat. This is a, a Dolphins team that this defense should step up and, and beat. Uh, I'm, what have they? They haven't scored in two weeks. Am I right on that? Something like that. Uh, so they're just really bad against the Jets and, and the, the Saints. So uh, this Jay Kettler led offense isn't doing too much, um, but they do get to go back home. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, my takeaway today was was just how far Alex Tanney has fallen. You know, it, it seemed like such a – if you presented this this situation last year, you'd say, oh, they'll call up Alex Tanney, no problem. They don't want any part of him. Uh, he was just that bad this preseason. So I thought that was pretty interesting that <laughs> he didn't really even get any consideration, uh, and, and not that he should have. You know, this, this preseason was dreadful, but – uh, to bring in a guy like Brandon Whedon and not even consider Tanny was pretty interesting. Yeah, absolutely. The Dolphins have not scored a touchdown in two weeks. They did get two field goals against the Jets two weeks ago, but they were shut out in London. So, yeah, um, an offense is struggling and, you know, very very much one that this defense should be able to take advantage of. Team you got to go beat. Absolutely. So, um, all right, so tomorrow we're going to have Kevin Nogle. I think that's the way you pronounce his last name. He's a, the Finsider. Um, which is the Dolphins blog on SB Nation. He's agreed to come on tomorrow night. So we'll have him uh, and talk a little Dolphins with him tomorrow night so get get you ready for that game. Um, and, again, between now and then, let's just all you know say a prayer that Marcus is able to go uh, at least somewhat on practice on Wednesday and that he's able to, to be a full participant in the game on Sunday. So anything else, Terry, before we drop off? No, nope, we'll see you all tomorrow. All right, so, again, don't forget uh, the pro football focus promotion that we're running um, leave, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, include your Twitter handle in that, and you'll be entered to win a year-long subscription to the Pro Football Focus Premium thing. It's starting at 99 value, and it's a lot of cool stuff in there, and it's, it's a lot of stuff that'll help you out if you're a, a fantasy football player, a daily fantasy guy. Um, there, there's a lot of good stuff in there. So um, check that out. Again, Locked on Titans on iTunes. Leave us a review there. Um, follow us on Twitter um, at jmorrismcm and Terry what's yours at t lambert fb 
at T Lambert FB. So follow us on Twitter. And uh, if you have any feedback on the show, we'd love to hear it there. So uh, for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.